This is way number five of the 48 ways. In Hebrew, it's Ba'ema, which in English we're going to translate as the power of all. So, the previous four ways of the 48 ways all focused on learning. The first one was literally called learning, and it taught you what attitude you're supposed to have towards your learning. Then there came listening effectively, that was getting the information into your head. Then there was speaking, the power of speech, that was using it as a tool to get the information out of your head so you could judge it objectively. And then number four was your uh, your binas halev, the understanding of the heart, which is your intuition, how you can judge that information if it's right or wrong. But the way, this way, way number five, is the first way that's an emotion. And it's a big topic in the 48 ways that not only are character traits and attitudes part of it, but also your emotions. And it's because in Judaism, we don't believe that our emotions happen to us. We believe that we can control and use and bring on our emotions. Um, and the way we do it is by controlling our thoughts. So the logic goes as follows. Your emotions are dependent on your perception of things. If you're perceiving things that you're lucky, you're blessed, you're going to feel emotions of gratitude. If you're going to perceive things that it's unfair, it should have come to you, why hasn't it come to you, then you're going to have an emotion of jealousy. So changing your perceptions will change the emotions that come. And this is important because some emotions are destructive and other emotions are productive. And we try to we try to put ourselves into emotions that are productive because being a soul in a body, we're always going to be feeling emotions and our emotions are deeply tied up with our thoughts, actions and productivity. So the emotion that we're going to talk about in this way is awe and it's related to the concept, the concept of the transcendental. So the transcendental is this concept of going beyond our common mundane experience. It's to go to something beyond or outside of our world, to be part of something bigger. You feel this, this concept of the transcendental when you go outside of your normal world. So for example, when you're skydiving, skydiving is a transcendental experience because it's taking you above your normal mundane world. Um, so the emotion that comes from this concept of the transcendental is awe. And awe is your feeling. So it is a feeling, it's an emotion. Awe is a feeling of your own smallness in the face of overwhelming beauty, size or power. And an example of when you would have felt this kind of emotion is when you're outside and you're looking at the stars at night. And you just think how many stars there are and how big the universe is and the actual size of the star, and the amount of energy in the star, and what's going on in the star, and even the concept that maybe the star isn't there when you're looking at it. I mean, on Earth, we don't have this concept that when you look at something, it may not be there, because it's just so close. But with a star, because it's so far, there's a chance that the light that's reaching you was emitted uh, millions of years ago, and... In that time, since it was emitted, the star could have died. And now the light is only reaching you now. And that's an unbelievable concept, that you can be looking at something that's not there anymore. Um, or you can go to the mountains. 
you can look at a mountain range, these gigantic mountains, they're snow capped, there's so many of them, they are so big. You think of the force of the tectonic plates, or you can look at the ocean. You see the vastness of the ocean, you think of the depth of the ocean, you think about how much of it is unexplored. And these scenes that are giving you this feeling, you can ask yourself, well, what's the big deal about these scenes? I mean, the stars are just balls of gas, the mountains are just a lot of dirt, and the ocean is just a lot of water. So what's incredible or pleasurable, because this feeling is pleasurable, what is pleasurable about looking at the stars or seeing the beauty of the mountains or the vastness of the ocean? And it's because it's connecting you to the Creator. What it's showing you is that there's, there's a bigger force out there. There's a bigger power behind all of this. And you're seeing that the Creator made all of these uh, scenes and vistas that you're looking at. He made the stars, He made the mountains, He made the ocean. And you're touching the divine. It's, a, it's like a stepping stone into, into the connection with Hashem. Because really what is great about lots of water, it's showing you that there's a creator, there's a power out there, there's unimaginable power. So this, this feeling, this pleasure, really is the highest of all pleasures. Because this pleasure is being connected with Hashem. And as it says in Sefer Echinuch, that love of God or having a relationship with God is the greatest of all pleasures. And like he says over there in Sefer Echinuch, that it's greater than physical pleasure, it's greater than love, it's greater than meaning, it's greater than creativity. It's the highest of the five levels of pleasure. And the question is now, we understand that this is an emotion. That it's, the emotion is awe of me feeling small in the face of beauty. We understand that it's connected to the concept of the transcendental. The transcendental being this concept of going beyond your own small mundane world and going into an unbelievable experience. So what, what would be the benefit of such an emotion? Why would we categorize this as a productive emotion and choose to put ourselves into the state? And it's one of, okay, so I'm just going to list some reasons. One of the reasons is because it takes us out of our own pettiness and our own small problems. When you're skydiving, you're not thinking about some irritating thing someone said to you. Because you're in the transcendental mode, you're not worried about the petty things anymore. Number two, it's exciting. It gives you an enjoyment and excitement for life. You feel like the world is an amazing place. You feel that greatness is real. You feel that this concept of greatness is a real entity in the world and you can go achieve it. You can be part of something great. And you feel a connection to Hashem. Now, all of these are huge benefits. So that's why we would want to get into the emotion. And like we said at the beginning of this, we said that your emotions are a product of your perceptions. If you change your thoughts, then you'll be able to change your emotions. So what we do for this way is we train ourselves to see the world around us as an incredible place. Focus on everything in the world. For example, think about how incredible it is that you're able to move your hand in any way you like and that the hand works and you're able to pick things up and you know exactly how much pressure just touching something immediately tells you how much pressure to apply. When you hold a glass, just touching the glass immediately tells you that you can't squeeze it too hard, otherwise you're going to crack it. And that's an amazing thing that your, that your mind is able to do that. Or you can think about... Um, you can think about... Just the, the sheer size of things. So, for example, in the table, if you're looking at a table, how many atoms do you think there are in a table? So, it turns out that there's about 10 to the 25 atoms. So, that means that's 1 followed by 25 zeros. 
That's a gigantic number. To put it into perspective how big this number just is, how many stars do you think there are in the universe? Sorry, how many stars do you think there are in your own Milky Way galaxy? These are the stars we can look at at night. We can't see outside of our own galaxy. Turns out there's about 10 to the 9 stars in the Milky Way. So that's 1 followed by 9 zeros. Remember the number of atoms in front of the ta in the table was 1 followed by 25 zeros. So the number of stars is much in the in the number of stars in the Milky Way is much less than the number of atoms in the table. And finally, how many galaxies do you think there are in the universe? Turns out that there's about 10 to the 12 galaxies. So that's 1 followed by 12 zeros. So that's how many galaxies fill the entire universe. And the universe, I, I can't tell you how many light years it is wide. So 10 to the 12 galaxies, so it's 1 to 12 zeros. Then there's 10 to the 9 stars in each galaxy. So it's not all of the stars in all of the galaxies still don't get you to the number of atoms in the table in front of you. So it just shows you how amazing the universe is. And to end off, we'll focus on this concept, that the creator, this unbelievable power, made the entire universe. But he gave us his wisdom in the Torah and the mitzvahs. And he said that this is what's important to him. Yes, the universe is incredible and it's large and all of that and it's wonderful. But really what's incredible and what you need to focus on is the Torah and the mitzvahs. And it shows us that there must be a huge significance to them. And you can use this concept to connect to the pleasure in doing a mitzvah. This power that has made the whole world wants you to do that mitzvah. There must be something incredible in that mitzvah. You can take pleasure in that fact that when you're doing it, you're not just doing some mundane action that has no meaning. You're doing something deeply, deeply meaningful.